Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now and gentlemen, boys and girls, recorded live before a studio audience in the Fortress of Solitude, Castaway's Podcast Network proudly presents, Cast Away! And now your host, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve Gilligan, and welcome to Cast Away, the game show where you decide what Hollywood should make. As always, I'm joined by three incredible top-the-line aspiring movie producer podcasters who are going to make some calls and try to sell you on the next cast of a Hollywood blockbuster. And tonight, we're casting Gilligan's Island. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. That started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. And our contestants this time are... Diana and Paulina from the Happily Ever Aftermath podcast. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hello. And if you were stranded on a desert island, what podcast would you listen to? Oh, oh wow. I th- I think I would bring How Did This Get Made and the their full back catalog. I think I'd be set for a while. Ooh. Uh, oh, my God. Mine are going to sound so pathetic. Truly, probably fresh air. I just kind of like to know, you know, I like hearing people talk. Um, and then I think uh, another one. I'm just going to go with my host. Everything I learned from movies. I'm really behind. Excellent so. choice. <laughs> so it's going to be up. a combo. Yeah. <laughs> so you see how. <laughs> so wait, if if I get to get also get two picks, do I get to kiss ass as well? Absolutely. I also would like more gooder than shit. Damn it, I did it wrong. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going on the quality Excellent. Of your well, welcome, ladies. I see. And also joining us is the velatine voice of the podcast network himself from More Gooder Than Chris. Welcome, Chris. Hey, how's it going, Mister Mister Gilligan? It's it's. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to making some friends and creating some enemies. And uh, so let's get this let's get this party started. 
Now, for those of you tuning in for the first time, our three competitors have the option of using any living actor, actress, or director to cast in their own version of this movie. We rolled the dice, and, and the order in which they'll pick will be Diana, Paulina, and then Chris. But to keep things fair, it's a serpentine draft order, and they can pick one category per round with no duplicates allowed. They can only be on one movie set at a time. So if you have the perfect lead actor in mind, you may want to pick that up before your opponent decides they'd make a great supporting actor or a villain. But wait, the would-be producers also have one trick up their sleeve, the better offer. Did somebody just take your would-be star? Use your better offer to pick them up for your project. But beware, they may still have theirs available to keep them, or steal your director, lead actress, or another great pick of yours. And the categories for the Gilligan's Island movie are... The Director, Gilligan, The Skipper, Thurston Howell Third, Mrs. Lovey Howell, Professor Roy Hinckley, Ginger, Marianne, The Special Guest Star, The Wild Card, the Tribal Chief, and The Threat. Once the ensemble cast is made, they'll each get 30 seconds to pitch their vision to our listeners, and then our listeners can vote for their favorite version of the film on Twitter and Patreon. Yes, Castaways is proudly sponsored by the good people at Patreon, specifically those who go to patreon.com slash eilfmovies, and for just $2, they gain access to dozens of bonus episodes exclusive to the patrons at the incredible podcast Everything I Learned From Movies, hosted by yours truly and the lovely Izzy. And yes, that also means in this technocracy you can vote twice. But only if you follow us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. So join now. So I was so I was totally paying attention mm-hmm. and I was listening. <laughs> Obviously. But, but but could but could you repeat it all again? Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> you can find out the rules on previous episodes at EILFM.podbean.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> Diana, you have the first pick. Start us off. Thank you so much. Uh, I am going to get started with my director. And I'm going to go with uh, a proven comedy director, uh, Taika Waititi. Ooh. Very popular choice on this podcast. Uh, Quiet, he's mine. (laughs) Dang it, don't antagonize. (laughs) Yeah, I figured with... uh, Comedy chops and uh, kind of riding a wave of uh, popularity thanks to some Marvel movie directing. Uh, I think this is the the good choice for what I have set up. Ooh, excellent! So well Taika Waititi is off the board. Well played. Mm. Do I sense right. some uh, some animosity already between you two? That's interesting. <laughs> no. I find it interesting <laughs> that you can't read the the love that flows between us i just find it interesting oh, that you missed man. that i mean i'm I, feeling I feeling a little awkward right now <laughs> this feels like when mommy and daddy are fighting and then i should we are don't worry <laughs> and it is all your wait. fault okay yeah it's... why are you trying to drive a wedge between us two do you think it'll help you win are yes, you worried actually, about the quality maybe. of your really answer <laughs> okay well it's my turn um okay oh no my i'm solid uh, <laughs> Sure. Everyone says that. All right. Uh, Paulina, time for your pick. Um, I am going to go with my ginger. Uh, I am going to go with Christina Hendricks. Ooh, excellent choice. Um, Yeah, popular choice, I realize. But it's kind of key to my uh, vision, if you will. My casting vision, Mm. which will unfold. And what a vision it is. 
Well, you don't know yet. <laughs> You're just seeing a glimmer. You just know me, so you know <laughs> that it would be fabulous. Oh, I'm just talking about Christina yeah, Hendricks. Yeah, well, she but. is a vision. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to think about Christina Hendricks and space out for a bit. I'll be back. Well, Chris, time for your pick. All right. I already feel like I'm going to win. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. We believe Aww, in you. That's adorable. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay picks, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with my gil- uh, my skipper first, actually. All right. I'm going to go with my Ooh. skipper. And my skipper is the transcendent Nick Offerman. <gasps> yes. Mark's yes. That's a good one. That was on one of my lists. It's and, a great uh, one. I, I, I feel like he is old enough to be a little more world-weary uh, that I think that the skipper needs. But he's got such comedic chops. And uh, I, I love that guy uh, so much. So he's basically my dad. Yeah. Uh, so... I yep. wanted to see you now you're making Excellent me like choice. you again hey. just because of your love of Nick Offerman. <laughs> I don't like this. It's uncomfortable for me. The guy's the best. Chris, have you read his book, Paddle Your Own Canoe? Uh, no, I, I haven't. Uh, I've, I've watched his YouTube videos, and I, I consider myself a an amateur builder, so I, I like watching the stuff that he does. So, uh, But no, I haven't read his book. I don't know if I've read a book in... Um, decades, really. <laughs> okay, back to I, hating you. I just listened to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's one of three books I've read this past decade. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that actually is a huge lie. I usually have two books at a time that I'm reading. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's so, more like, that's I'm, more I'm my a, speed. I'm a ver- no, I don't. I don't want to put out that I'm illiterate at any point. Like that feels like it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's a it's no. I I'm a I'm a voracious reader. So. Uh, uh, there's nothing key. wrong with being illiterate. See, now you're making me uh. like you again. This is not fair. So, people, um, I'm a likable guy. Like Nick Offerman, really. You're the Nick Offerman of podcasting. It's all a ruse. Yeah. Oh, God, I think this is a head trip. I think it's trying to get in my head. All right, Chris, well, it's time for your second round pick. All right, I'm going to go with my I'll go with my Gilligan then. you got to get your little buddy. you got the skipper and the little buddy. Now, mm-hmm. the, when I was making this, I... I actually was under the impression that we're making it the TV show again. I didn't know we we're making the movie again, but I still think that all these hold up. But uh, gosh dang, if I wouldn't watch this TV show, if this is how it worked out. But this movie, it's it's actually going to be a, uh, it's going to be similar to where you're going to see continuations. You're going to mm. see multiple sequels. This is a franchise that I'm setting up basically. So we're talking, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, probably in the billion dollar range by the time we get to. To, to the tenth sequel, you know we're we're seeing a lot of that. Uh, but anyway, go Gilligan to is going to be played, <laughs> yeah. and this this also leads into my greater vision for it and everything when I finally get to do my pitch. But I'm going to do um, Jake Johnson from mm-hmm. uh, Into the Spider Verse and New Girl, New Girl, and mm. uh, the Mummy, and uh, he plays yeah he plays he plays Nick. Oh, um, he plays Nick on New Girl uh, for for everybody, and uh, but I think him uh, his kind of goofiness that he can do he can play a dumb guy but also he 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 can act like he thinks he's smart uh that if that makes any sense <laughs> so um but yeah how this is all going to end up playing out yeah so the little buddy to nick offerman skipper jake johnson excellent choice all right jake johnson's off the board and paulina back to you for your round two pick um i am okay this is where my vision starts getting uh getting obvious i'm gonna go for my thurston howell and for my thurston howell i'm Ooh. gonna go with john ham so essentially Ooh. too handsome way too handsome well so this is the thing 
I'm basically recasting the movie of Gilligan's Island with the cast of Mad Men. What's going to happen is basically because Gilligan's they're basically a, all these they're they're all these different people with different personalities and complicated backstories. Um, at least, you know, in my version. <laughs> no, they? they're not at all. I rewatched <laughs> so, it. I watched so it a lot as a child. And they so are, what you're saying so the is, Mad Men is, is, is... you want, is you're just really going for the Mad Men vote. That's really what you're going for. And hey. nobody else will vote for you because that this feels like cheating. Chris, Chris, you'll have How your turn. How is this cheating? <laughs> no, this is, the remake of this movie is, it's the vision, of, it's basically these people stuck in in this world together, much like they are in Mad Men. All right, All right. but Mad so Man I think John lost. John Ham. Like let me just go back very very quickly to the Thurston Howell. He is rich. He is rich. He thinks he owns everything. Um, he thinks he is entitled, and he basically gets to sit on this island and drink all the time. So I went with John Ham. I like it. Excellent choice. <laughs> John Ham is Thurston Howell the third. All right, Diana, back to you for round two. All right. So if I'm getting this correct, um, I have round two, and then I'm going to jump right into round three with myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, then. So I am going to start with my own Thurston Howell third, And Ooh. because Plain and I have been talking about this for a while, not our choices, but just about Gilligan's Island, yep. she had <laughs> filled in the blanks for me. I mean, oh, wait, hold on. I got to write down the entire cast of Mad Men really quickly. Okay, <laughs> uh, no, so she explained to me that the relationship between the millionaire and his wife has, has been always very loving. And at the same time, you know, they have their own individual pratfalls and whatever with their personalities. But in harnessing this loving relationship, I've decided my Thurston Howell III is going to be portrayed by Hector Elizondo. And didn't you just say that you just saw Pretty Woman there, Chris? <laughs> yes, I, I sure did. <laughs> he is the manager of the hotel. But Indeed. more importantly, he is a steady presence in Gary Marshall movies. And many might remember him from the Princess Diaries movie where he plays Joe. And there is a relationship there where he is very tender. He's very attentive. He's kind of a powerful figure who is also there to be there for his lovey. And we'll get there in a minute. But I'm going Hector Elizondo. Yeah. Dang it, I love that Excellent choice. choice. Yeah, that, that is, is a, a really good, good I love choice. that guy. Oh, my God. I, that guy is I, awesome. I love him. He's so good. I love him so much. I kind of uh, wish I could do two and rounds. You know and just, just double checking. Yes, he is still alive. No, okay. of course. <laughs> and working. Thank you very much. Well, that's just that. I hadn't seen him working in a while, so I had to double check. Sorry. Yeah. He's on a crappy, he's on a crappy sitcom right now, but, you know, man's got to work. Wait, he's on, he's on The Big Bang Theory? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tim yeah, Allen's yeah, yeah. TV show. Ooh. Oh, that's worse. That is worse. That okay. is worse. Yeah, exactly. All right. Excellent. Well, it's back to you, Diana, Woo! for your next round three pick. Now, what would my Hector Elizondo Thurston Howell III be without his lovey? Straight stealing from the book itself, Julie Andrews, The Princess Diaries. Their relationship <laughs> is incredible. Not to mention, she can carry the poise of somebody who grew up with money and has married into money to be even richer. So now you have this delicate relationship that Polina claimed as part of Gilligan's Island expounded into this kind of spiritual sequel of their relationship. And tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny plug. 
I also did Princess Diaries Royal Engagement on the Cutaways podcast, and we gush about that relationship <laughs> for a while. Bam, lovey, Julie Andrews. Oh. <laughs> Excellent choice. I wish I could do, can, and a proven winner on our podcast. Can I be on this again? Because I also I have I I have like five different six different casts, and I just decided last minute to go with this one, this Mad Men cast. But I have like some great ideas. But it's so this is kind of killing me. Before I go into mine, save it for the aftermath. Well, <laughs> well, well Paul, is a Paulina. You'll have to wait to see if you win. Then maybe get a comeback. Oh, is that how? We have to wait till next year. Oh. That's it. A year's it's, it's a tournament of champions. Okay, I love it. <laughs> so, well, Paulina, it is, oh. so I get to be on again. That's basically what you're trying to tell me. Well, so let's, I, I mean, the not directly. The Mad Men vote is larger than you but... think, dude. <laughs> I know, man. That's so funny. Okay, I love it. I actually was going. I was going to go, and I was going to do the entire cast of New Girl, just start to finish. Oh, and I thought, <laughs> oh, that's a good man, one. This actually. is going to be too good. But I wasn't gonna. But I wasn't gonna say that they. Uh, that I was gonna say only roles that weren't from New Girl, and just be the whole time. It's just like, yeah, it's New Girl the whole time. It just... <laughs> it's a great cast. I would do it. Okay, so I'm gonna go with my. Um, I'm gonna go with my professor. So my professor is Elizabeth Moss. So um, Elizabeth oh. Moss plays Peggy, um, who rises through the ranks. <laughs> the agency started by. Uh, by Bertrand Cooper. And uh, anyway, so she rises through the ranks. and But, of course, like, on this island, she is going to be the only useful person. So, therefore... And she's just smart and likes to tinker with things. So, Peggy, um, I'm going... She's the professor. All right. Elizabeth Moss is professor... We'll say Royette Hinkley. Yeah, well, yeah, I was thinking it's Robin, um, like, cl- like oh, uh, close, close okay. in. I like anyway. it. Excellent is choice. Roy short for something? Is is Roy or is this Roy Roy? Uh, huh. I don't know. Is Roy but like, like is, Roy, is Roy like Bill? I mean, this it, is a Roy remake. It can be. We can change the name. I think it's fine. Excellent, uh, Chris. Time for your round three pick. Well, now I'm just stuck thinking about Roy right now. For all the time. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know what? I will go. I want to. I want to keep my other ones out of the way just to see what happens with everything else. But you said tribal chief, and I'm looking at that, <laughs> and I, I think that there's really only one person that could do that and do it well. Uh-oh. And also, my my wife pointed out is that in all the other TV shows. In the t- during the TV show, that the the different people that play the different uh, indigenous people were always the same people, but like with different outfits and different things like that. Uh... It was just the same actors; they just recycled mm-hmm. them every time. But so the only I am going to pick Fred Armisen. Whoa, who was, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Moth's ex husband. Yep. So Fred Armisen. Uh-huh. Fred Armisen can literally be anybody. He can do whatever he wants. He has so many different voices that he can do as well. And I absolutely love him. I think he's one of the funniest guys in the world. And I would love to see him. Anytime he's on screen, he makes me happy. So just finished watching <laughs> him in the TV show Forever, and which is basically Gilligan's Island, but, you know, with dead people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Tribal Chief. Wow. Excellent choice. Fred, Ar- Fred Armisen as the Tribal Chief. All right, Chris, time for your round four pick. Man, okay, so I got... Man, I don't know who I want to go with next. Uh, you know what? I'll do my professor. I'll do my professor. 
Uh, and I'm going to be picking uh, Zoe Lister-Jones. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. Uh, but she was on the show. She actually is in the show New Girl, now that I think about it. She <laughs> plays uh, Fawn Moscato. Ca- Council, Councilwoman Fawn Moscato uh, on New Girl. Um, I, I went with all TV people. Everybody that I have has been on a TV show at some point. Uh, she's on um, the show Life in Pieces. Uh, she plays... Uh, she she's she's on that show. She was on the show Whitney. She was on the show. She's on she's on a lot of shows. Uh, but if you look her up, you'll know who, exactly who she is right away. Uh, but she actually is. Uh, if, if I was going to have somebody play my wife, is actually who I would have play. And my wife also agrees. Like they they talk the same. They 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 have almost the exact same voice. Uh, they're the same height. Same build same everything it's like it's nuts like she's it's so uh anyway the 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 professor is the smartest person on the island mm-hmm. and my wife is the smartest person i know so Aww. i couldn't pick anybody else oh excellent oh. And we'd like to welcome chris's wife to listening to our podcast obviously <laughs> because uh no <laughs> so it's her birthday this day that it comes out <laughs> well, well done. No, well done. I like what? that you've gotten I, I like my, two things. I love my wife. Two, two things in one. I love my wife. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Be proud. Yeah, I'm not. Ash- I'm not ashamed of my love. I love it. Yeah. You Excellent. got two things well, going, and now you, I have to like you again. This isn't. This is not. All right, Zoe. So you tell me you got my vote. I have your vote mm, right now. Is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's early days, but right now, right now I'm like leaning yes. But you know, you're, I'm sure you'll do something to piss me off at some point. You end up. I do such a good job on my list that you just vote for me, just <laughs> just because, like, even though I, I, I gotta, I gotta give it to Chris. That guy's list was just too good. I don't know what to do. He put some thought into this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paulina, it's time for All your right. pick. Um, I am gonna go with my. I'm gonna actually go with my tribal chief. Get that out of the mm-hmm. way. So I don't know if anybody remembers, but Maggie's. Uh, an actress named Maggie Sif uh, played Rachel Menken Katz. Uh, she was the uh, she was basically the uh, owner of the Menken's department store, and she meets up with um, she basically has an affair with John Hamm with the, with uh, not with not with John Hamm with uh, his character and uh, John, John Draper. Draper, and he. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she was on Sons of Anarchy, too. Yeah, yeah, she's... She plays... Uh, awesome. And the, the reason, of course, is that, like, she basically can run a gigantic department store. Like, I'm sure when she, or, like, got gets dropped off in this world, she can also run an entire tribe of people. I'm going that with that. That makes sense to me. Yep. All right. She's kind of All a right, badass. Maggie she's Sith. a total badass. <laughs> a bunch bunch of madmen running around this <laughs> island. crazy it really is <laughs> diana time for your round four pick hello i've been taking notes this whole time in my whole like well we have two professors out i'm not going to be worried about that stealing there or tribal <laughs> chief so i'm going to go with my special guest star All and right. i have chosen academy award winning dynamo nicholas cage Yes. As uh-huh. you don't say. And the gentleman You don't say. And the gentleman is on the island because he's been working a lot lately, so he is in the market to purchase another island. <laughs> <laughs> and so he will find our our group our group on the island, uh, and he will be asking Gilligan 
bunch of questions on how he can purchase this island from him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's... All right. I guess you know where my vote so far. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. Nicholas Cage is off the board. <laughs> Love it. Steve, Steve sent one of our one of our best episodes we've ever done was a Steve Steve chosen episode <laughs> called Nicholas Uncaged, and Ooh. Steve and Izzy sent us their favorite or favorite in quotation marks Nicholas Cage movies, and it was Wicker Man, yes. Vampire's yes. Kiss, and the uh, <laughs> Battle Tenant Portal New, New Orleans, Orleans. <laughs> and. And they were so horribly awesome, and we loved every minute of it. The Port of Call New Orleans became a new catchphrase on our show. Yes. Like, it really, like, infected us, um, much like, I'm sure, Nick Cage has infected many people. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad we were able to infect your podcast. Exactly. It's, it's much we safer recently than did. The... We recently did um, the movie on our podcast, um, Nicolas Cage's movie, It Could Happen to You, and I'm like, yeah. he's not freaking oh, out. God. I don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not enough cage. Yeah. There's not uh, enough cage in my in our cage. One, right? The, the yeah, that's right. One. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You, you know what? We can save it for uh, in, the aftermath. Indeed. No, indeed. <laughs> Plenty to talk about Nicolas Cage all the time. <laughs> uh, but right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we have the next four rounds. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. And we're back. Diana, watch start us off with round five. Round five. All right. I would like to move to my Marianne, and I have chosen a... Great actress, uh, comedic uh, television actress, uh, America Ferrara. She is Ooh. currently on the TV show Superstore. And I think she might have a great Marianne quality because of her tenure on the TV show Ugly Betty. Well, let's face it. She played a character, Ugly Betty. But no, let's be honest. Uh, it's like, a you know, you take her off her glasses and you get rid of her braces. No, she's perfectly gorgeous against, you know. Oh, my gosh. She was hot the whole time. Does that mean I'm ugly? <laughs> <laughs> what you had braces like, because i wear glasses am i ugly well i'm let me take off oh, my glasses man. and look at you <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you gotta let your hair down yeah Chris. that's yep. the key <laughs> do you have pain on your overalls i don't know uh <laughs> the, the point being she is a striking actress with comedic chops who i think can go head to head with my eventual ginger so that way we can maintain the whole ginger 
Marianne debate while also having somebody who can maintain the comedy necessary for this to be a good movie. Excellent choice. America Ferreira as She's All That. I mean, Marianne <laughs> Summers. All right. Paulina, time for your pick. I think I'm going to have to go with my Marianne as well. Um, I'm gonna actually going to go with the lovely Alison Brie. <gasps> good one. Ooh. As Shudy Campbell, because I... Uh, more. M- because one of my big sadness, the, I think the sadness of Mad Men, the, among the many sadnesses, the ruin, the alcoholism, the terrible, terrible ch- uh, child raising, um, is that there's not enough Trudy Campbell. And I feel like Trudy is, is she's, she's, A, she's got the comedic chops, obviously. Alison Brie can do anything. She can be dramatic. She can be funny. But also, I love the sort of the... Um, and, you know, Marianne's supposed to be is really smart, but I think she'll be able to play well off of uh, Ginger. I think they just first need to meet, and then it's going to be fantastic. All right, excellent choice. Mm-hmm. Allison Bree is Marianne. All right, Chris, time for your round five pick. Oh, man. I like Allison Bree as well. I think she's great. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go with my, um, I'll go with my Marianne as well, since we're we're having a run on Marianne's. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, Kat Dennings uh, from uh, the Thor movies okay. and from Two Broke Girls and uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, my The way that I kind of envisioned my Marianne, as opposed to her being like the country girl, I, I, I want her to be more of like the... You know, like the the streetwise New Yorker, the one that's seen it all and just kind of, uh, but like knows how to get things done. I, I and I, I think she's really funny, and uh, I think she's. Uh, uh, she, I've liked her ever since she was in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which uh, mm-hmm. she was really honestly the only good part of that whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, I think she's great. Um, she's got the jet black hair like Marianne needs to have, and so there you go. That's what uh, that's what we got for her. I think she's I think she's great. All right, and then uh, so I'll I'll go with my next. I'll go with my ginger. Um, Now my ginger, I gender swapped it. So uh, I wanted someone that was going to be able to be just basically drop dead gorgeous, uh, but also I wanted the person to be very very dumb, but likable in their dumbness. And I wanted it to be kind of a, a a love triangle between the professor. Who just can't understand why she's why she's so attracted to this super dumb dude, but it's but also it's because like he's the most one of the most handsome men ever, and then the same thing going on with Marianne. So like I, I want that all to be kind of flipped. That that's going to be like the central funny mm. love triangle going on. But my uh, my ginger is uh, Idris Elba. <gasps> um, I I loved him. Mm-hmm. I loved him. I loved him in the office. Uh, as, as I said, all my people are TV people, oh. uh, but also, of course, they've all had careers and other things. Uh, but he's really funny. He's a funny, funny guy. <laughs> and so, just uh, I kind of picture him. I kind of picture him similar to to doing the the Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters three, where just like super likable but incredibly dumb. Uh, but gosh dang, if you can't just be super handsome. So anyway, Idris Elba as my Ginger, mm. excellent choice. Interesting. I think you just got the female vote with that one. I was about one. to say you can you can drop your <laughs> mic right now. Well, and yeah, it's yourself in anything. <laughs> boom, boom. Chris, 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 come back. We need you for the last couple of rounds. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 hey guys, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. 
Excellent choice. All right, Paulina, back to you for round six. Well, I think I'm going to steal Idris Elba. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that sounds great. Uh, just sort of fortunately doesn't go with uh, him as a special guest star. So I'm going to go with a special guest star, and I'm going to go with Jessica Pare, who played um, Megan, um, Don Draper's second wife. Oh, is she in Mad Men? Yeah, she's um, yeah, she's like the <laughs> yeah that one you know the one on Mad Men. Um, yeah, anyway, okay. so what's uh, so basically why it's a special guest star is that she's going to come in and she's also a movie star. She comes in. She's going to uh, threaten Ginger because they're both movie stars. Also, really throw a knife in the works of. Um, of the Howells relationship. So it's going to test that. So that's the special guest star. Ooh, all right. Jessica Paré as movie star number two. Mm-hmm. All right. Diana, back to you. Hello. Let's see here. I think I am going to pick my Gilligan. And I decided to choose somebody kind of uh, good uh, comedic actor from Community, Danny Pudi. And he played Abed, who was a oh, part of the solid. Troy and Abed in the morning pick. with Danny Glover, uh, Donald Glover, excuse me, Danny Glover. Dang it, why do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, rolls off the tongue. Uh, okay, so uh, yes, so I figured good comedic actor can come in here, has already had experience with playing kind of a awkward character kind of getting in the way but at the same time can can bring his own when the moment calls for it all right danny pooty excellent choice all right and back to you for round seven i think i'm going to go with my skipper now because you can't have well i guess you can have a gilgan without a skipper but uh who cares <laughs> uh, no you can't, show, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> who would want that i decided uh i decided for a good riff back and forth uh what better person to bring in than uh comedy gold terry cruz who is uh hulking next to our gilligan danny pooty but at the same time uh is really a big fan of his little buddy excellent terry cruz who i believe has been picked on every single episode of this podcast why not he has hasn't he yeah. he's amazing he's great he really is great <laughs> we could do a remake of little podcasts. women he's getting picked Terry <laughs> loves podcasts. <laughs> well he's obviously joe right. in little women let's face it um yeah, that makes sense wait there are guys in little women <laughs> <laughs> all right excellent choice it's, with terry cruz as the skipper all right, Paulina, time for your round seven. Pick. I think I'm gonna go with my. Um, I'm gonna go with my Gilligan. Uh, not my Gilligan. I'm gonna go with my Skipper. I'm gonna go with Robert Morse, who plays uh, Cooper, Bertram Cooper. He's kind of physically there for it. Plus, he is uh, very, very funny and very silly. Um, he does a lot of strange kind of physical humor on Mad Men, um, which is easily missed. And I just think it. it it's. It sets up with, you know, when I get to my Gilligan, it sort of sets up that power dynamic, I think, in a really, a really good way. All right. Robert Morris is the skipper. All right. And Chris, time for your round seven pick. Oh, man. Okay. So I got, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the, my, my howls. Uh, I'm going to do my howls. Uh, So we're going to go with (laughs) uh, Howl at the Moon. Um, I'm going to go with Thurston the third 
and that is going to be uh, Dr. Ken Jeong from Dr. Ken, uh, Community, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, from uh, you know the Hangover movies as well. I think he is one of the funniest guys. He is super smart and uh, understands uh, you know how like ridiculous just he is in general, just for him to do anything. But you've never met a more confident human being in himself too. So I, I love that. And I, I just think it would play off well uh, for who I picked as his lovey. Oh, you want me to just launch into it, Steve? Yeah, go, go right for it. Okay, yeah. So so my lovey is going to be uh, who I think is one of the funniest uh, w- uh, women out there. Uh, she's hilarious. And uh, she is as hilarious as she is absolutely gorgeous. And that is going to be uh, Sophia Vergara mm-hmm. from Modern Family. And so the, the they are going to be absolutely in love with each other. And it's going to be such an odd pairing, and she's going to be only have eyes for for Ken, uh, of course, and and vice versa. But Ken is going to be ridiculously jealous of everybody, mm. even though, and so that's going to be part of the humor. So you can see where I'm going with her, like, oh, mm. don't go, you know, what are you doing? Like, don't go near her. But it's going to be part of that. And sh- but they're going to only have eyes for each other. It's going to be funny. Uh, because of what an odd pair they are. But I think that they will have comedy gold in the Gilligan's Island movie. Thank you very much. All right. Excellent choice. Sophia Vergara's Mrs. Howell. All right. Paulina, back to you for your round eight pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with my lovey Howell, which, uh, I'm going to go with the, with January Jones, obviously. Um, I just think, like, I don't know. I just want to get those two, those two crazy kids back together. And you know, in this in this universe, everything's good, at least at the beginning, the first couple seasons. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. And she's very funny. And the other thing about Miss, Mrs. Lovey Hal is that she also has incredible clothes, just like uh, Ginger. And so I think. You know, there's a lot of very, very uh, fancy sheath dresses and evening dresses. So, so uh, you get to dress up January Jones. I mean, that's that's just a great, great bonus. <laughs> the living doll herself. The living doll herself, and she's very funny. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. I think uh, right. I, I feel good about this. Right. That Excellent living doll thing kind of creeped me out, Steve. I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Yeah. <laughs> That was like you've been saying it out loud to Sorry. yourself a lot. Like it's okay uh, uh, to buy a oh, living like doll. A, oh, and, uh, like a living, so a living doll situation is what we got going on here. So yeah. so peek behind I'm the curtain on this producer. one. When it, whenever I think of an actress who's just a vacant vessel, whenever I see him in something, I think of January Jones really? and just <laughs> and like. Taylioni and just looks like nothing going on behind the eyes. I don't know That's what it hysterical. is. That's hysterical. I find that I have the completely the opposite situation with January Jones and Tia Leone. Yeah. Well, I uh, love them both. Yeah. I think they're both anyway, have a lot of That's where, that's where the living doll Leone. thing came from. That's where the living doll thing came from, especially when you're talking about dressing her up in various dresses. Yeah, I got, and, I got where go. it's coming from. But, you know, that's what I like about January Jones. She's like, you know, quiet. there's a lot of, there's you have to watch her to see what's going on. Oh, I'll watch. Uh. <laughs> All right, excellent choice. January All right, Jones. back to creepy. <laughs> back to Diana. I'm not creepy. <laughs> All right, Diana, it's your pick. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I am going to go with my pick for Ginger. And I have gone with Karen Gillan, 
who you may know from the most recent Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Thank you very much. Uh, She Amy Amelia Pond. I'm getting to the list of credits. Hold on one second. So yes, uh, from Doctor Who, but I think for this particular role, she had a short-lived role on the TV show Selfie, where she played a kind of stuck-up, glamorous person, and I think that she needs to channel that uh, glamour into Ginger, but at the same time, because of her roles like you know, the aforementioned Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I know she can handle comedy as well, so I figured it's a great idea to throw her in there to be my ginger. Alright, excellent choice. Karen Gillan. I, lo- I love that pick. I, I, mm-hmm. I love her. I'm glad that she's getting her shake in the MCU, Heck too. Yeah. As Nebula, yeah. so, you know, her getting out there. Uh, but no, she's she's fantastic. I think she's great. So that, that's a that's a great pick. Th- I like that thank one. Thank you much. Excellent. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, the final picks and the pitches. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hey this is liz and this is heather and we are nerdy bitches podcast a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture from movies and tv to our regular book club and everything in between we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. And we're back. Mm. Diana, why don't you start us off with round nine? Okay, so for my next pick, I am going to go with my professor. And it's going to be the kind of stoic, straight perspective to all of this, you know, chaos and, you know, wackiness going on in this island. And I've chosen uh, actor Oscar Isaac. Oh, you know, he's going to be in Dune. He's, he's cast really? as Duke Leto. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Dude, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, who else do they have? Don't... Who else do they have in Zoom? <laughs> yeah, isn't a Skarsgård involved with that some? Yeah, or... the, the oldest also, Skarsgård, not, not also Bill. Also, Javier Bardem. Not Bill. Yeah, Javier Bardem? I know, beast. I know. I was shocked, he's too. He's playing the Beast Raban. And some I think that's Chalamet oh, as well. Shalami? Shal- 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 Shamalan? Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't even joke about that. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep M. Night away from this. <laughs> I love it. I can't think about anything. How is he going to mess this up? <laughs> sorry, I liked your other I, movies. I right. could M. talk Night. about Dune for like another 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> really? I could talk about Dune. That surprises like, me. Cool. We'll save it for the aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> All right, excellent choice. Oscar Isaac. All right. Thank you. Paulina, time for your um, pick. So I'm not 100% sure if this has been done, but I don't think so. I'm going to go with my wild card. Um, and my wild card goes back to, uh, was mentioned January Jones, and we're talking about her clothes. Uh, how much fun it would be to uh, dress up both Ginger and uh, Mrs. Love of the Howl. Because watching this, the one thing I realized is that so they they have an insane amount of co- of like evening dresses uh and other clothes for someone who is going on a day trip cuz as you all recall it was a 3 hour tour <laughs> a 3 hour tour a 3 hour tour a 3 hour tour the weather's anyway sorry i spent i was a latchkey child um in the 80s so i spent a lot of time with this show a lot of time time i will never get back and uh, so, I was recently reminded that uh, that Robert, that Bob Mackey, who is still alive, uh, did the costumes for the Carol Burnett show. And Bob Mackey did a lot of amazing costumes. But Bob Mackey, uh, I saw uh, Carol Burnett uh, speak uh, at a sketch fest a couple weeks ago, and I was blown away by the fact that. Um, He's the one who came up with, you know, the, I don't know if you guys remember the famous um, Gone with the Wind parody parody sketch where Carol Burnett comes down the, uh, she comes down the stairs at Tara um, and she, with she's Rhett Butler, the... and she's wearing this dress that is made of curtains, which does happen in Gone with the Wind. But in this version, as uh, the shoulders are actual curtain rods. And it's just like draped over her and she's like, it's tied with a, a curtain sash. And it was actually Bob Mackey that came up with that idea. And so I just think he, you know, he's he's getting on and I feel like would be a, a super, super fun thing to be able to just make up crazy costumes and... You know, I, I mean, I bet a Bob Mackey coconut bra is going to be the best coconut bra. Ooh, Christina Hendricks. <laughs> exactly. So, and you know, he knows something about a woman's form. He's going to be good. He's he's my, um, I feel like he's kind of my secret weapon in this contest here. Bob, Bob Mackey. Mackey. As, as the costume designer. Excellent choice. All right, Chris, they, uh, time for your run I pick. They had that at the Golden Globes. Uh, she won, they named an award after her at the Golden Globes. And Carol Burnett. They had that, that was the sketch that they used it's, uh, for the, the... Every time I think about that sketch, I... Man, I don't have much left, do I? That's crazy. This is nuts. Okay, uh, I will go with my special guest star. And uh, my special guest star is going to be Neil Patrick Harris. Um, and Ooh. he will be playing uh, himself. He will be playing Neil Patrick Harris... Uh, just like comes onto the island, uh, I haven't decided if he just like dies pretty quick or gets rescued pretty quick. I don't know either one, but he will be playing himself uh, very similarly to how he played himself in the uh, Harold and Kumar movies. Uh, just like he just kind of shows up out of nowhere, does all of his really weird things, and just then leaves, much like a um, 
really horny drug doing uh, Santa Claus, <laughs> and so um, but, just looking for some uh, burgers, yeah, so bro. Just looking, <laughs> like yeah, I know, dick move. That's why I'm paying for the paying for your burgers, man. So, uh, but yeah, Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> is going to show up. Uh, and even if he dies in the movie, I'll still have him come back eventually. <laughs> well, so, that's the nice thing about Gilligan's um, Island, of course. Yeah, of course. He'll come back like, oh, yeah. No one will have him. Uh, so all I, 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 I wanted someone from How I Met Your Mother in the, in the show. So I, I, I had to go with MPH just because of the weirdness of him being a special guest. Um, my threat, okay, uh, is going to be Ted Danson. Oh, nice. So, um, my wife has been watching uh, The Good Place. Yeah. Uh, She she loves it, and uh, she's been recapping it for me. And it sounds fun, and just the whole way that that show has been playing out. I don't know if I want to do, like, mega spoilers for the show. Uh, But his, like, quiet confidence that he has and his uh, everything about I love Ted Danson, and he's such a pro. He's been at it for such a long time. I almost had them as my... Uh, thir- uh, him and his wa- his real life wife mm-hmm. Mary Steenburgen, who's absolutely amazing. Uh, I was going to have them mm-hmm. maybe as my uh, howls, uh, but uh, I went. With oh, I had that threat. So the threat is Ted Danson, and he will. It will be all revealed when I go into my pitch mm-hmm. on the, after the next round. All right. Spoiler alert: Ted Danson is dead the whole time <laughs> in that show, right? The whole time. <laughs> I'm not giving, I, you said no Shyamalan. <laughs> I have not said my director yet. Have not said oh, my director. God. Oh boy! All right, all right, <laughs> all right, Paulina. Well, I got to go with you. my director before uh, it gets stolen. Obviously, uh, this is going to come as a surprise to no one, but it's going to be uh, Matthew Weiner, Weiner, the creator of the show, Sopranos. No, no, the guy who created Mad Men. <laughs> Oh, Mad Men. Oh, God, 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 sorry. <laughs> she's, she's, been doing, she's been doing Mad Men the whole time. Awesome. Oh, the director of The Sopranos? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so funny. Your co-host does not listen to you. Don't be her friend. That is... <laughs> she does some next oh, level. She does gosh, some weird so four-dimensional chess with my mind. Man. <laughs> well played. Well she played. is negging like... you to the max. Don't let people neg you. That's just a bad. That's just bad. <laughs> that's just... All right. Excellent choice, Matthew Weiner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the best pick of the entire night was the director of The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. <laughs> I nice. guess you could have All said right, he was Diana, the director. Diana, back to you. Uh, let's see here. I still have left my tribal chief, and I've decided to go with uh, Tyr Carrere, who some may know as uh, oh, the main love interest yeah. for Wayne Campbell in Wayne's World. Cassandra. And her name was Cassandra. Yay! Um, also, uh, some may remember her as... Uh, the villain in True Lies. Sorry, spoiler alert. And um, I think she would be kind of an awesome addition to this particular group of people. And um, not to mention that she can sing. So if there needs to be a musical number, she can pipe right back in when she needs to on that talent. 
nice. there should be music. All right. Tia Carrere as the tribal chief. All right, Diana. Big fan. Gino, yeah. Gino Skinner in True Lies. Oh, True Lies is one of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely love it. Nice. She, oh, she's yeah. great in Sweet. it. Sweet. Diana, back to Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, if I'm doing this correctly, I just have one left. and uh, is, that, is that right? You have wild card and your threat left. My threat. Okay, yes. So I am going with my wild card. And uh, with all of this uh, comedy talent in the acting category, I think it might be a good idea to allow for a little bit of, you know, improv. But I think we need a solid writer here. And so I am picking up uh, Mindy Calling from The Mindy Project and The Office. Nice. That's great. Love her. She's so great. Woohoo! Excellent. Excellent choice. All right. Thank you. And Paulina... I think I'm going to have to get my Gilligan out of the way. Um, so I've been kind of going back and forth. This is, this is a difficult one, and there are many, many people waiting. But I actually really like uh, Rich Summer, who played Harry Kane. Mm. And first off, I just really like him as an actor. Like, I think he's... Uh, I was going back between um, a couple people, and I just think he is such an awkward, physically awkward uh character in this and I I, I sort of sat a little uh, sadder and I love and he kind of is like can't ever really really be happy he's always um, which is not really quite like Gilligan that's where it kind of is a little but I actually think that the way that he play will play off of uh, Robert Morris the um, Cooper I think the uh, the kind of power dynamic between the two of them I think is just going to be uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun Excellent choice. Rich Summer is Gilligan. All right, Chris, time for your last two picks. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to go. I'll go with director first because my wild card bleeds into my pitch. So uh, I want to set the stage for it. Uh, but the um, my director will be Dan Harmon, which is uh, creator of oh. the, the TV show Community. And uh, also Rick and Morty, which some mm-hmm. if people aren't uh, co-creator of Rick and Morty. But yep. this entire this the, one of the things that I really liked about Gilligan's Island was how just like honestly dumb it was, but it still is like super entertaining at the time. And commun- and it's just all these different personalities thrown together because they just have to be, and that's what Community was to me was just that you had these weird people they would not be friends except for the fact that they had a study group together and that's just kind of and then eventually just start hanging out with them anyway so um i I think of it as a similar situation with it that you're just kind of stuck with each other uh for a certain amount of time so anyway dan Harmon, creator and showrunner for uh community will be directing this movie because my wild my Mm -hmm. wild card is is that this is the movie after six seasons of the TV show <gasps> Gilligan's Island? Six seasons and a movie. And a movie. Mm. Six seasons and a movie. And so, if you watch Community, you know that that's a battle cry. Six seasons and a movie. And so, we have been having. So, this is the culmination of six seasons of the Gilligan's Island reboot TV show, and we are getting the movie that everyone has been hoping for. Uh, after, of course, there's been huge, you know, fans of the six seasons of this TV show, starring all of these people 
So there you go. That is my wild card. Excellent. So Idris Elba has already signed on for six seasons. Nice. <laughs> oh, six seasons. Yeah, he's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. He's after DJing at Coachella, which is an actual thing that he's doing this year. Uh, oh, not surprising. He, he, so yeah, there you go. Is there anything that man <laughs> can't choice do? choice for the wild card. That might make me actually want to go to Coachella. Um... Maybe or maybe not. Um, okay, so uh, I'm actually gonna. I've been four. I've been four times. It's hell on earth. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's it is it is silly. I am in my 30s. I would never go again. But when I was in my 20s, went four times, and I camped one of them. It was oh boy. It's hard. It's hard. But it's good times. It is good times. All right. Yeah. All right, Paulina. Um, time for your pick. Uh, I'm going to go with my threat. I think all I have left really now is I have the threat. Um, and I'm actually going to go with uh, John Slatterly, uh, who plays um, Sterling Cooper. Um, who plays Sterling of Sterling Cooper. Also, uh, Vincent Cart Heiser, who plays Pete Campbell. So they basically, they come in, and uh, their threat is just their sense of uh, privilege, really. Um, they come in and uh, threaten the... Sort of me- the 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 very uh, careful bonds of uh, mental health that these uh, castaways have built with just some shenanigans. Will come later. All right. So the threat threat of John Slattery and Vincent. I'll look it yeah, up later. Yeah, I can send it to you. <laughs> I could spell yeah. it, oh, but I've got IMDb. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's only a one page. You just go on the page. And it's yeah, exactly. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get it confused with the All other right. Matthew Wing movie, you know, the Romanoffs. All right, good to know. <laughs> All right, Diana, finish us off. Yes, uh, so my threat is going, this movie's going just to be basically humans versus nature. Whereas there's not going to be some sort of uh, drug deal gone bad in the island they get trapped into. They're stuck on this island. They have various poisonous plants they've got animals trying to make them food and they've got i'm gonna throw a volcano in there just for the hell of it what love volcanoes it's gonna be all about nature and survival Excellent. your wild card is like with it. hilarious <laughs> consequences <laughs> what will they do oh, that's not long it's jello <laughs> <laughs> jello shots that is Wait, it's not jello, it's lava! (laughs) (laughs) All right, excellent choice. Ladies and gentlemen, the picks have been made and the cast have been set. And now our contestants get 30 seconds to pitch you on their vision. Diana, you have 30 seconds. We have Taika Waititi leading an all-star cast with the voice of Mindy Calling, leading Terry Crews, Danny Pudi, Hector Elizondo, Karen Gillian, America Ferrara, Oscar Isaac, Julie Andrews, Nicolas Cage will be there. You have hilarity. You need to survive Gilligan's Island, but you will laugh the whole way. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Paulina, time for your pitch. All right, so uh, uh, Anthony Anthony Weiner fell asleep one day and uh, had this nightmare and realized that he had the clout. He had the clout to bring it to life. And, uh, which is that it's the entire cast. So imagine people with no survival skills outside of an office in 1964. Uh, and, uh, suburban life in the 60s, or late 60s, 
they suddenly are trapped on an island. Uh, we have, uh, they are constantly outsmarted uh, in this, uh, by, by, uh, by the very competent um, Rachel Menken uh, as the tribal chief. We have the uh, unbeatable combination of, of, uh, of, John, of John Hamm and January Jones together again as Thurston Howell and Mrs. Lovey Howell. We have Elizabeth Moss as the professor. Just, just trying, just actually the only one trying to get off the island, just trying to get things done. We have the occasional, uh, we have the amazing uh, costumes, of course, by by Bob Mackey, and that's and that's that. All right, I'm done. All right, all right, excellent. Thank you, Paulina. Thirty seconds is shorter than I thought. All right, Chris, <laughs> time for your pitch. All right, from the comedic mind of Dan Harmon comes the movie that the fans have been waiting for for six seasons. The twist of the movie is is that everybody on the island throughout the entire seasons has actually had a reason for them to stay on the island to avoid the evil Ted Danson, whatever his name's going to be, <laughs> who is a co-owner of the company with Ken Cheong. Uh, which is why they were all on it. They all work for uh, they all work for Ken and Ted Danson's company. That's they were on they were on a company pleasure cruise. <laughs> anyway, the only person who actually does want to get off the island is Jake Johnson's Gilligan, and Gilligan is only and so Gilligan is constantly trying to figure out who it is that is keeping them on the island. Spoiler alert: it's all of them. They all have a reason. And uh, but Gilligan is the scapegoat for everybody else. They say, "Oh look, Gilligan did it." Ah, oh, hey, yeah. So anyway. Uh, you're going to have in the movie you will have the culmination of uh, Gilligan figuring that out uh, love triangles and uh, love stories uh, <laughs> coming to a close and recapping it and it all uh, comes together with uh, you know uh, going back into a TV show because that's just what re- people really want anyway done right. <laughs> 30 seconds woo <laughs> alright now you're just right. showing up excellent pitch <laughs> All right, you've heard them gloat. Now go out and vote. Follow all these wonderful podcasts at hashtag Castaways and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. And of course, Patreon for your second chance to vote. Diana and Paulina, tell us a little bit about Happily Ever Aftermath. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Happily Ever Aftermath is the podcast about relationships in movies and our relationship mm-hmm. with them. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, uh, most podcatchers were there, um, and yeah, tweet at us at Heemcast. H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. We have, we have a shtick. <laughs> it's our only shtick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that and the fact that I can never and remember any it. actors. Um, and we actually have some lovely special guests sometimes, like Stephen Izzy from some other podcasts that you may have heard about, or currently are listening to. Movies. Yes. So... <laughs> Who's they, Polina? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's our shtick. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, ladies. And Chris, tell us about More Gooder Than. Yeah, I co-host the More Gooder Than podcast with my good buds, Corey and Donnie. We come out every Wednesday on literally any podcatcher imaginable. We take three movies that are similarly themed and make them fight to the death gladiator style. Uh, we've had episodes actually chosen by Stephen Izzy, uh, where we did Jean-Claude Van Damme movies and uh, Nicolas Cage movies. They're both uh, some of our most highest downloaded episodes, so uh, you know that Steve has great choice, uh, has great uh, taste, actually. Uh, you can go to our website, mgtpodcast.com. We have 
uh, fun stuff on there for you. You can follow us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, and we're on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. That's T H A N, and we are proud members of the Pod Fix Network. Excellent. So, on behalf of Diana, Paulina, Chris, the lovely Izzy, our incredible studio audience, the entire Castaways Network, and all of our fans across the globe, I'm Steve Gilligan, and join us next time for Cast Away! Have a good night, everybody. Bye.